You are listening to the Happy Mama Village, a podcast for mamas, about mamas, and by mamas. Brian and Annie are both certified professional life coaches, passionate about empowering mamas to live wholehearted lives, find purpose in the mundane, and embrace feeling lit from within. Brian's expertise is working with women going through or recovering from a divorce, loss, or breakup. Annie is an expert in helping families thrive through shifts in mindset and parenting techniques. If you are feeling overwhelmed and unseen and are wanting to take you and your family beyond the status quo, this podcast is for you. We are so happy you are here. Hey, mamas. Welcome back to the Happy Mama Village. Today, we are talking with Black Belt Jocelyn Herndon about self-defense. Oh, nice. We are your host, Brian Zielinski. And Annie Henderson. And we are so excited to be back here (laughs) in our village (laughs) with everyone here at the Happy Mama Village. If this is your first time joining us, we discuss all things pertaining to happy mamas like relationships, parenting, self-care, mama tips, real check kolaches, and so much more. (laughs) So, so. On a little serious note, um, we have several times in the past referenced Grandma Bessie and her love for the Dallas Cowboys. And I, and so I'm sad to say that Annie lost her sweet grandmother a few days ago. So we want to honor Grandma Bessie by talking about kolaches. So I saw I saw on Facebook, Annie, where you wrote a really sweet post about your grandmother, and you said to honor Grandma Bessie, you wanted everyone to go out and eat real Czech kolaches. Real kolaches. Real so, kolaches. So tell us, tell me, what is the difference? Thank you. Thank you for your kind thoughts and words um about my my sweet grandma um she did um she lived over 99 years um and she was just the most amazing woman so yes i did want to talk about kolaches so luckily scarlett and i learned her recipe um uh, a few months ago in 2019 uh, but I wanted to ask you, Brian, what, when you think of a kolache, what do you think of? Okay. So at the very first time I can remember having a kolache was when I was in maybe third grade, third or fourth grade. And one of my classmates, it was her birthday and her mom brought in breakfast and they were cream cheese kolaches. So that's what I always thought a kolache was, was the kind of round, flat pastry with cream cheese or something. So you know. You know. I'm so happy. (laughs) Well, but okay. But then like the older I got, I guess I started seeing the kind of pigs in a blanket, you know, the bigger like sausage with, you know, a bun around it. Which is that not people a were call- was calling that a kolache, and I was like, I feel like that's a pig in a blanket. I didn't, I, and so I was really confused. And so I think I'm right, right? 
You are right. You get to be an honorary check now. Yay! I do love so it when I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> a, so if you look it up, it's a type of pastry that holds a portion of fruit surrounded by puffy dough. Okay. Uh, so, and I know, like, a lot of times especially now that we're getting more and more buckies in Texas. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of people will see the ones with the, the, like the pastry, like the fruit on top. And I know uh-huh. uh, when growing up with Grandma Bessie making them and all of my relatives, they would have the the fruit like in the middle. So the whole okay. thing would look kind of like a roll or something with, with the pastry inside. So the two that my grandma always made were apricot and um poppy seed i i'm not a super fan of poppy seed but like sam loves poppy seed like those are the the two go-to so okay try those um they're amazing and it doesn't have to be one of those but um if you ever go through like west texas okay 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 that's what that was (laughs) (laughs) that was my next question was that's where being from Texas, everyone I think knows about West and that there are a couple different quote real Czech delis where you can get kolaches. Have you had the them Czech and are they stop. good? I need to know. Yeah, the Czech stop. Have you been? Yes, yeah, many times. Okay, yes. Yes. So it's off of Highway 35 West Texas is. So if you're ever driving like we're up near Dallas area, so if you're ever driving to Austin and you're going down 35, you will pass right through West. It's just north of Waco. And that's just an automatic stop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, time. not to be confused, not to be confused with West part of Texas. <laughs> no, no, no. Like this is West, comma, Texas. It's actually a town. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Don't be confused. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's a must. It's a must. So thank you for, for mentioning that and bringing up my my sweet, sweet grandma. Yes, so absolutely. Have yourself a real kolache. So I I don't know if I told you this, but I, I helped host a baby shower recently. And I use that term loosely because I don't host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what can I buy at the store and just bring? <laughs> but... Uh, my daughter wasn't able to go, but she loves our dear friend, Teresa, who's about to have a baby. And she um, wanted to contribute and make the kolaches because someone asked us to bring kolaches. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. They must ask me because I'm Czech. And I was like, oh, (laughs) they wanted pigs in a blanket. (laughs) So we did both. We did both. Scarlett wanted to make the real kolaches. And then we also made some pigs in the blanket. So okay. it was a fun experience to make those. But yeah, if someone ever asks you to bring kolaches, you might want to double check because double they're check. probably wrong and confused. <laughs> and then you can educate them. So, so what, so do you know the correct name for the one with the meat inside? <sighs> I'm sure I'm... Because it, no, it's a weird word. Is it like Klobosnik or something like that. It's, this yeah. is where I'm. Uh, you're also Klobosky pointing out my failures like as that. a Czech. I should know this. Yeah, um, you're, fa- you're failing as. Uh, well, let's a Czech, focus sorry. back on kolaches. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our main topic. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, but yes, try it out. The easy version is pig in a blanket. 
and Polachi. <laughs> Just get it straight. You can nice. be the, the smartest one in the room. <laughs> nice, nice. Hey! Woo! <laughs> Yay, it's a mama tip time. <laughs> Just like our random noises. Ow! <laughs> Okay, so today I have the mama tip, and I think I've mentioned this on one of our podcast episodes before, but it was not a mama tip. So I'm going to give you a little bit more information this time. But Will and I subscribe, we have a subscription to date night in boxes. Hmm. So what it so what it is, it's a subscription. So they send you each a month, and I think you can decide how often you get them. So uh, <laughs> You're like, I don't want that many days. <laughs> <laughs> so we get one sent once a month and it has it's in a little shoe box, almost size box, so it's not huge. And it has everything you need for a date night in. So there are so many parents that have little kiddos, maybe they don't have a regular babysitter or anybody to watch their kids. Maybe they can't afford to go go out. This is really affordable. It gives you everything you need for your date in this little shoebox. It gives you um, a menu that you can follow if you want. I mean, you'll have to go to the store and buy the stuff, but it, it gives you a menu that you can follow. It gives you talking points to discuss during dinner. It gives you a playlist that you can go to Spotify and play because they're Ooh. all different yeah so they're all different themes so, so you can get out on, of your rut your yes. tv dinner rut <laughs> exactly exactly so you can go check it out the one that we just recently got in fact i just opened it um this morning it's called game on so i love games so <laughs> you do I, so it's all like minute to win it games inside so like there's chopsticks and tiny little blocks that you have to like build build something with the chopsticks i guess um so there's like several different games let's see what's this game this game has chocolate chip cookies and a blindfold not really sure <laughs> what that game is but what version did you get yeah but it's su super fun so you can go to date night in box.com and you can also like go to hashtag date night in box to check out more information that so. sounds really cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, fun, fun little, fun little way to, like you said, get out of get out of your rut, try something new, spark new conversations. So, okay, back to the show. So today we're talking about self defense, and Annie, you were able to interview Jocelyn Herndon, which is a great interview. I was unfortunately not able to be in that conversation because we had some technical difficulties on my end. But um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and play that interview with Annie and Jocelyn. Okay, mamas. Today we have Jocelyn Herndon here. Jocelyn, are you there? Yes, ma'am. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to to be here. Um, so let me tell our audience a little bit more about you and why we have asked you to come and talk to our moms. Okay. Jocelyn is a third degree black belt in Taekwondo, black belt in Krav Maga. Uh, she has been doing martial arts for 14 years and her passion is teaching self-defense and watching students grow in discipline, confidence, and respect. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yes. That's it. Did I pronounce everything correctly? <laughs> you did. I'm actually surprised you got Krav Maga right. Most people get that one mixed up. <laughs> All right. So let me um, tell uh, why it's important and why we're having you on. I'll share some stats about violence against women because most of our listeners are moms and women. Global estimates indicate that about one in three, so about 35% of women worldwide, have experienced either physical and or sexual intimate partner violence or non-partner sexual violence in their lifetime. That is a staggering number. That's very high, yes. Globally, as many as 38% of murders of women are committed by a male intimate partner. In the U.S., 19.5% of sexual crimes against women are committed by strangers, and 39% are committed by an acquaintance, so not a spouse or a boyfriend or an ex. In 11% of rape and sexual assault incidents, the perpetrator used a weapon. 6% gun, 4% knife, and 1% other. So only 11%. Which is why I'm so glad that we have you on, Jocelyn, because... Uh, we as moms and women, and just to help teach our kids as well, would love, love some tips. Yeah. Well, so self-defense is both a lot harder and a lot easier than what most people think because it's so simple, but this, any self-defense situation is going to be so stressful that if you don't keep it simple, you're not going to be successful right. with it. Right. Yeah. Having to remember like all the, all the steps. And so um, I'll, I'll just give a little bit of a teaser. Jocelyn has uh, provided us a simplified self-defense video um, to put in our toolbox. So be sure um, we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end. But Jocelyn, that is an awesome gift for all the moms out there who need a visual besides just hearing your voice and all your tips on the podcast. So ahead of time, thank you so much. All right. So, um, oh, you're very welcome. I'm yeah, glad to be able yeah. to do that. So, you. can you give us some background on yourself? Um, yeah. So, I started, did my first martial art class when I was 12, and I just kind of fell in love with it and really started when I was 13 um, and just never quit. So, Probably when I was about 15, I got my black belt and um, decided I wanted to learn to teach. So I've been working on that for, I don't know, I've been teaching over 10 years now. Um, got my teaching certification a couple years later. So um, the program I'm with requires 300 hours learning how to teach, and we go back every year for more training. So what to say, how to say, so we can deliver the best information we can with every class. I like that. So just like teachers and doctors and everyone that needs continuing education you just don't learn it and you know get get a little rusty you go back and make sure you have the latest and best tips right absolutely uh, and it's every time you go train you learn something new so I have people who come in I, I like to do a free seminar for women where I let them come in and do just a an hour-long crash course in self-defense because not everyone has the time to train consistently mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but 
some of them come back every three months. And even though the material is basically the same, you're going to learn something new every time you do something, Um, whether it's just get a little bit better at it or a little bit different angle, or I word something different. So it clicks. Uh, And that's the thing that's awesome to me about getting to go back and keep learning, even though they're basically the same principles that we work on each time. It's, you're always going to get something else out of it. Yeah. So um, is there any story or I guess specific reason why uh, self-defense is something that you seem to focus on a lot? Um, My instructor just was very focused on self-defense. I really enjoy talking to like, I've trained alongside and taught several police officers before um, and military and stuff like that. Uh, My uncle and my grandpa are both, Air Force. And so just hearing the the stories and seeing it and probably honestly movies also, um, it just, the confidence and the empowerment that knowing that you could take care of yourself Yes, when you see or hear about things, it just, it, I don't know, it, it's always intrigued me. So there's not really any specific moment that made me interested in it, but just everything as I've learned, it's just, it's so important. And you, the statistics like you read, mm-hmm. but even um, you read, like I was uh, just did a bully prevention seminar and the statistics on bullying are 70% of kids report being bullied at least once in any given school wow. year. Yeah. Uh, and just in a school and so year. It's just, yes. And I've, I was, I don't know if you know this about me, but yeah. I was um, a school counselor in schools. So yes, bullying is oh, awesome. very present. Yeah. And, and that's just estimated because the, kids don't report it weekly or monthly it's this is like surveys later um estimated that high so there's no telling what the actual number is on any given Mm -hmm. week Mm -hmm. so um i one reason that i'm really excited to have you on is that my um we have uh someone near and dear to us in sherman where i live my it was actually my my school's our senior class, um, the valedictorian, a couple of years ago, she went missing, um, and they later ended up, and they found it. They found her, um, and she had been raped and murdered. Oh no! And um, and and they ended up finding the guy, but he was already in jail for a similar crime. So it's just, yeah, it can be very scary to know that. Yeah. Um, that's out there. And I know she was out and she was exercising. So it's, you know, people want to be able to exercise and stay safe and um, to be able to have some quick and like you said, easy tips to be able to help defend ourselves um, would be so helpful. Yeah. Well, so with self-defense, like I said, it's both easy and hard. So we want to be confident enough to go shopping at 10 o'clock at night if we need to, or to go Mm -hmm. exercise, Mm -hmm. go on the running trail. Um, But one of the things I think we forget, and women have a very strong intuition in general, if you get that gut feeling, trust it. That's number one. If you feel something's off, find somewhere that has better lighting, find, call somebody, find somebody that is in a group that you can talk to, not just a couple of like the creepy looking guy on the corner, find a family or something. Um, because the most important thing is to be aware and then also to find an area that's more safe. Uh, of course we can't ever know for sure what's safe and isn't, but 
more people are generally safe, more light yeah, is generally that, safer. That makes sense. Um, what would you say is the most important skill women should learn? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, so any self-defense situation, don't quit mm-hmm. trying. That's number one. A lot of people think, um, no, if I just go along with it, it'll be over. I'll be fine. Don't. Um, so if like, okay, someone comes up and says, give me your money. Sure. Don't fight on that because money is replaceable. But if they say, get in the car, get on your knees, or they're threatening you, they grab you, you fight until you can't fight anymore. Now be smart about it. Cause of course guys are stronger than we are, but don't, don't give up just cause you think you aren't able to. Um, so that being said, let me give you a couple super easy targets. Um, Probably everyone's heard kick them in the groin. Right. Yep. That's, I, I remember hearing that. No, don't do that. <laughs> And I know from your videos bad advice. that, no, that's a no. <laughs> that, yes, that is a very bad um, starting move because, for two reasons. One, it's actually way easier for to defend that. They're than used most to defending think. that, right? Uh, like, <laughs> well, that plus, if you think about it, all you have to do is turn your leg a tiny bit and it's right. obsolete. Like it's really hard to actually hit somebody there um, if they're aware that you're even trying. Um, so now I'm not saying it's a bad target. I'm just saying, don't kick them there. Use your hand, slap them, um, or something like that would work. Um, but even easier than that is eyes. I don't care how strong you are. Your eyes are not strong. So, um, eye pokes are great. Uh, jab them in the throat is great. Ears are also super sensitive. So go, going for the heads a lot more likely to get a response that will give you time to get away than trying to kick somebody, especially like uh, Annie, what's, when's the last time you kicked somebody or anything? When's it's the last been time you kicked time. something? Yeah, exactly. A, a soccer ball. That doesn't really count. Does um, it? Well, okay. So that is Ooh. one. Um, if you soccer kick somebody in the shin, that is effective. Um, so inside of your foot, like you would a soccer ball that, that will get a, get a good, good distraction, but that that's, typically like you know you push the laundry out of your way <laughs> right. same type of movement <laughs> uh, that type of movement's much better than trying to actually get your foot up waist high because i mean like I said when's the last time you brought like actually kicked uh, right yeah no nope i don't i don't have that in my daily practice probably most of our, our mom listeners don't do it either unless maybe there's you get some good wit- workout i don't know maybe, a Zumba count. maybe. <laughs> Um, all right. So I have another question. Have you ever had to use yeah. your skills in real life? I get this question a lot. So mm-hmm. yes and no. I have never physically had to defend myself. No. But that being said, I'm going to teach you something real quick if you want to um, do that with me that I have used to avoid some situations before. It's called Ooh, the tactical, tactical breath. breath. And it's super simple, um, but it's super useful because it helps a lot with just getting time to breathe and get your brain back on track. So whether it's uh, the 12th, 15th, 30th time your kids Mm -hmm. aren't listening or whether it's uh, somebody pulled out in front of you and instead of yelling at them or you get pulled over for speeding, you know, and your heart's racing or self-defense situation. I mean, any stressful situation, this is a great one. Um, So basically all you're going to do is your goal is to take three to five seconds to breathe in and three to five seconds to breathe out. So we're going to go in our nose and out your mouth. And that deep, big breath helps to reset 
your thinking, it gets you extra oxygen, and you probably felt your body go relax when you breathe right, out. Right, because when we're um, because it yeah, forces when we're stressed, you. we have those short, shallow yeah. breaths, right? Which is not good for our brain. Yeah. And it <laughs> absolutely, it just it forces your body to release some of that, which lets you think more clearly and actually move faster. So that's one thing I teach my students when we're sparring or doing drills is we breathe that way over and over and over for maybe two, three minutes in a row, because when you're expending a lot of energy, you need that extra oxygen and your body's first reaction is to hold your breath because for the first few seconds, you get more oxygen that way, but then you're out of air. So forcing yourself to do deep breaths will in the long run give you a lot more oxygen and keep you able to think better. Um, It also delays your adrenaline. So like adrenaline's good. It gives you lots of strength, but it makes it really hard to do fine motor skills and makes it where you can't think as clearly. So you want to delay that adrenaline so you don't get hit with it too hard all at once. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that about delaying adrenaline. That's really cool. And that, and that makes yeah. sense because adrenaline's good for a little bit of time, but not the long yeah. run. So for the tactical breaths, how, how many of those do you recommend in a row? Like I said, when we're doing high cardio, I'll do that like through a whole sparring match, which can be two to five minutes long. So like that'll be my whole breathing pattern the whole time. In Uh, a match. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't even think of that. Yeah. It can work for any sport. So that could be something like if your kids play uh, basketball. I used it when I played basketball when getting ready for free throws. Every time before I shot, I did one. Or kids that play softball or baseball if they're getting ready to bat or just it it really gets your focus it's great for the kids for focus and it's great for moms or anybody just to to kind of calm down and and be able to think Uh, police officers use it military teaches it like it's it's very widely used. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's perfect. And like you said, it can be used for any situation. I know uh, when I was in the schools, oh, yeah. we would, you know, it's great to use before a test or if, you oh, know, yeah. if someone is um, not being so nice to you, <laughs> any of yep, those things. Yep. That's the other one I use it for a lot is I teach the kids to do that. If someone calls them a name or something like that, you start with that. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Calm down, get a little centered, and then don't poke them in the eyes, right? That's not... <laughs> well, that's a situational thing, but yeah, typically. Gotcha. <laughs> Maybe start with saying stop, yeah, yeah. and then if Don't go straight for the know. eyes at school. Gotcha. That's good. <laughs> Just making sure I was teaching the right thing as the counselor. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> um, okay, so I have uh, another question. Okay, here we go. <laughs> if you could share one thing with our listeners mm-hmm. about your experience with violence against women and teaching your classes or self-defense in general, what would it be? Ooh, that's a very broad question. It is, it is. We want it all. <laughs> um, take a class. Uh, honestly, I can give you ideas. I can give you tips but take a class even if it's only for three months take the time to to find a good place to learn some self-defense there's all sorts of courses out there do some research before you just pick any martial arts school there some of them are great but oh how do you, how can you tell if one's not so good um <laughs> well 
first see if they even do self-defense because like a lot of stand-up martial arts and this is where taekwondo Mm -hmm. sometimes gets a bad rap is they only do forms and sparring if that's all they're teaching their self-defense is going to be bad have them actually show you if it works so like have them demonstrate on someone that's actually holding on because if if you're learning and it can only be performed when your Mm -hmm. partner's working with you it's not going to work um but even with that it's any training can help you some because one of the biggest things for self-defense is not looking like a target. So if I look confident, I look strong, I make good eye contact, I confront – if you come at me and I, I use my voice, 90% of the time they'll pick another target. So I'm walking down the street. I see someone I'm not sure about. I get that gut feeling. I keep eye contact on them. They move towards me and I either – Greet though I doesn't have to be rude, but I say something and acknowledge their presence. Mm-hmm. They know I know they're there. Ninety percent of the time, you can avoid something. So I'm I'm curious. What would you say to them if it you know you're wanting to acknowledge them, but you know, like you said, it doesn't have to be rude. Right. So it depends on the situation. So if I'm on the street and I'm by myself and I'm walking along and I'm just like I I don't know about this person. It may be so much as Hey, how you doing? Just now they know I'm aware of them it's less likely they're going to try something. Okay. So I I can see how maybe a mom might be like, I don't want to invite him over by like starting a conversation. Right. But, you know, people in passing, especially in Texas, people Howdy. generally <laughs> greet right. each other. Yeah. <laughs> Howdy, how you doing? Whatever. And it doesn't have to be a conversation starter, but a lot of people have the false impression that if you ignore someone, if you keep your eyes down, they'll let you pass. That's one of the biggest self-defense myths out there make eye contact yeah, let them confidence. know you're aware um exactly. yeah are you um so i like to share with my students and with others about um just like a, a power pose which just kind of mm-hmm. like you said kind of looks like someone's confident and strong and, and gives oh, yeah. your brain you know the the thought itself that you're you're confident and yeah. you're safe so i'm sure that and that's where that tactical breath comes yeah. in too that's um, I, I even use the phrase, uh, the mom look. <laughs> oh. I I wish I could see you right now because we're only audio, but <laughs> I bet if I ask yeah, my daughter, so... she's she does say I have a mom look, but I don't oh, yeah. quite know what it looks like myself. <laughs> she can probably I know what my mom's good. mom look looks like. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like if you're not sure, you take a deep breath, shoulders back, and you kind of just clench the back of your teeth a little bit pulls the your jaw tight makes that strong mm-hmm. look and just good eye contact and that usually is a pretty good deterrent um so yeah and then the the next thing would be if they don't stop or if you f- get that gut feeling or they're moving towards you there is no rule that says you can't tell someone to stop um, so like if I'm walking down and I see this person, I get a bad feeling about them and they turn and come towards me quickly. I'm not going to wait until they're within six feet of me. I'm going to stop them at 10 or 12 feet out with stop. Mm-hmm. Don't come any closer or a, a yell or Hey, or something. So it would usually be something like stop, don't come closer. And hands are going to come up at that point. If I feel like it's necessary. And again, it's, it's a situational thing. If they're just walking along, not minding their own business, I'm not going to yell at somebody. But 
I'd rather yell at them and them go, hey, I'm sorry, and <laughs> go on their way than I, I ignore right, it. Right, uh, yeah. And same thing like in a, in a grocery store. You feel like someone's following you. Call them out. Are you following me? Yeah. They'll either be embarrassed and like, <laughs> no, well, lady, I'm sorry, or they're going to know you're calling them out and they're going to get out of there really fast. All right. It's better to look yeah. stupid than to, to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's good. Um. So uh, I know I said that was the last question, but they just keep popping up in my head. <laughs> yeah. So um, anything not to do when walking in a parking garage? And the, the, the part of Texas I'm in, we don't have a ton in right, North, North right. Texas. But like, when I go to Dallas or any big city, it's yeah. we see those on the movies. Right, right. So um, know your area. Some parking garages are pretty safe. Mm -hmm. If you know your area is not super safe, always try and walk out with somebody. Even if it's just 90% of the way to your car. Um, if you can't, a lot of people like to call somebody, which is fine. Try and either have them on speakerphone mm -hmm. or something like that, though. Don't be holding your phone the whole time. Text, Do not text while you're walking out, please. Um, right. Because your because eyes are down and you're distracted. Yeah. Yeah, that makes it's sense. A just, don't make it a distraction to you. So having that awareness, having someone there that can hear you is good. Mm -hmm. But if it's distracting you, it's bad. Um, and then you'll also hear a lot of times to put your keys in your hand. Mm -hmm. um, don't feed them through your fingers, though. Um, a lot of people say to do that because then you can rake with them or whatever, which is true. But you're going to tear your hands up so bad doing that. That's not very helpful. And mm. um, what's more helpful is to either have your keys on a short lanyard so you can swing them or to have like I carry a, a six foot, uh, six foot, six inch stick on mine. It's called a Coupaton. And I carry that so I can hold that and then use my keys without hurting my hand. Oh, um, so is your, is your, I'm a Coubaton? Is that, does it yeah. fold down to become sh shorter or just always stays? Um, there's different kinds. Mine's not. Mine's a metal. Um, it's fairly heavy one. It's about six inches long. Oh, wow. Um, it's got a, not a sharp edge, but a very angular edge mm -hmm. on it so that you can mm -hmm. use it for like pressure points or f as a striking edge. You can get a lot of, I don't even know what word to use it. It's kind of a, I don't know, it'd be a sharp hit instead of a, a blunt force. Yeah. Can really. you spell that for us? Uh, no, I cannot. Oh. <laughs> I, here, I will see if I can look it up and then I'll spell it for you. Yeah. And you know what? And we can, um, I was just thinking on the, on our toolbox site, toolbox.thehappymamavillage.com. We can have like a link to Amazon or something so people mm -hmm. can, you know, check those out if they want to. We'll, ha we'll go ahead and add your information about the tactical breath, um, uh -huh. and the details about awesome. that. And as I mentioned at the beginning, you had a gift for our listeners, and it was just for the visual list, uh, the visual learners, mm -hmm. um, a quick self-defense video where you show, and I saw it and it was awesome, some quick view, uh, moves. And like you said, it was simplified. So you don't have to practice something 20 times to be able to figure out how to protect yourself. Absolutely. Okay. So I found the spelling for that for okay. you. Okay. Yes. C-U-E. B-A-T-O-N. And it, I believe, originated from French. So it's literally, it's small stick. Small stick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll add a link to the site. So if anyone is interested in it, um, that they could look it up as well. And I would not have guessed to spell it like that myself. So I appreciate you looking that up. Yeah. Okay. So that 
will wrap us up for today. Um, before we go, though, uh, Jocelyn, can you mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about Legend Martial Arts and how people can find and reach out to you? Yeah, that would be awesome. So we're located at 2300 West Morton Street in Denison. And it's I teach mostly Taekwondo, which is a stand-up martial art. I do traditional Taekwondo, not Olympic style. So what I was talking about earlier, how a lot of people don't teach all aspects. I, I try and teach everything. Um, and I also teach Krav Maga, which is what the Israeli teach their military. So very much self-defense based. Um, and you can reach me at 903-487-4480 or online on our website, which is legendmartialartsata.com. Awesome. And we'll have your contact information. because So if anyone missed that, it'll be in the show notes and on the site. And uh, thank you so much for your time and just yeah. educating us. I know I actually see you maybe weekly sometimes. And when you have your your self-defense classes, you usually um, give me a, a pass um, to Absolutely. put online and that people can um, come and, and bring a friend possibly for free. So yeah. um, I'll be sure to go ahead and start adding those also to our Happy Mama Village site. Um, so if anyone's local and or just in town for a little bit and they want to check that out, um, such a great, uh, it's great that you offer that. That would be awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks so much. All right, we'll see you soon. Okay, so that's going to wrap us up today. Thank you so much, Jocelyn, for for joining us. And Annie, great job on that interview. That was awesome. Thank you. Listeners, don't forget to check out The Road Trip to Happiness. Don't put off your happiness and the happiness of your family any longer. Thank you to everyone out there for spending time with us today at the Happy Mama Village. Don't forget to go by the toolbox and grab the information that uh, is going to be up there from Jocelyn. Plus, there's lots of other tips and tricks and resources for all you moms out there. There will be a link in the podcast notes. You won't want to miss all the fun and growth that comes with season two. The show notes will have our email addresses plus additional information. So be sure to check that out. We would love to hear from you. Okay. See you next time. Thank you so much for spending time listening to this episode. I hope that you were inspired from our time together. We want to encourage you to leave a review, subscribe, and share a favorite episode that another mama needs to hear so that she can feel supported as she continues the brave and sometimes lonely journey of motherhood and life itself. By sharing, together we can change lives. If you are feeling overwhelmed and alone on this journey, reach out. We are here to help. Thanks for listening.